that much. We don't plug ourselves. We don't plug ourselves. Even giggles. Sunday, 7 to 8.
You're listening to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Charlie and I'm subbing in for Tom today. We're in the studio with Boston punk garage band, uh, The Gala. They're playing at the gutter tonight um, with, uh, who are you guys playing at the gutter with tonight? I believe Castle Black and potentially Lobsters. Potentially though, we're Potent- not sure. Okay. <laughs> we're not sure. Potentially lobsters, uh, and so do you. Know, do you guys know these bands, or because you're not playing all, you're not touring with them, right? Have no idea who these people are, but they okay. seem lovely. Okay. From, from what we get, they seem lovely. So it's tonight at the Gutter, and um, the gala is on tour, touring the Northeast and the Midwest. Uh, if you're in Vermont, if you're in Connecticut, if you're in Massachusetts, if you're in Maine, or if you're in Pennsylvania, they're probably coming close to you. Uh, they just released their uh, new album, Bad News, on March 1st on Deadbeat Records, uh, the Cleveland-based label. Um, so we just played a few songs that weren't from the gala. Uh, Those are going to be the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You guys can let us know. Um, you just heard Too Much Tension by The Mystery Lights, their new single, and you just heard before that, Bottom Feeder by La Peche. So uh, we're going to be playing a few songs uh, uh, from the upcoming record. Uh, we're going to be playing Sorry, which is which was it was a single on the record, and you guys have four singles on the record. You got it. Yes, and that was the second one, I believe. The second yeah. one. Okay. Um, so um, we'll be playing Sorry, and after that, we'll be playing Touch Me. Ah, yeah. Uh, Off your first EP? Yeah, you got it. Yes, which was released on um, Hepcat, uh, Hi-Fi Hepcat Press. Yeah, you got it. A label from Boston. You got it. And you guys, so so far you guys have released two EPs, Mm -hmm. two singles. Yep. It's your first album. Yep. Um, So uh, I guess we'll be talking about uh, the tour. I want to know about how you guys came about. Um, And... Uh, just, I want to hear a bit more about some cool stuff that's happening with you guys. So, um, maybe let's introduce the band before we play the second single off bad news. Uh, so we're in the studio today with Emily Doran. Hello. Who sings, um, Chris Kennelly. Hello. Chris on guitar. Rebecca, who does keys? Rebecca Frank. Justin Pirelli on bass. Hello. And Dave Pietro Forte on yeah. bass. Yeah. Nice job. All right. What's up? That's a cool name. So uh, coming up right now, we'll play Sorry off their new album, Bad News. And after that, you will hear Touch Me off their um, uh, EP called Pucker Up.
And we're back. That was Touch Me by The Gala off their EP Pucker Up, released in 2017 on Hi-Fi Hepcat. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's accurate. That's accurate. Uh, we should change it. Uh, Hi-Fi <laughs> Hepcat Press. Sweet. <clears throat> um, thanks for being here today, guys. Um, so tell us a tiny bit. So far, you guys have played. Um, you guys started your tour, your spring-summer tour in March. You got it. And you had, I guess, your first show at O'Brien's in Alston, and yep. you played in Worcester at Ralph's Diner, yep. Yep. Cotto in Salem, yep. then back to O'Brien's and Today the Gutter, and you guys have about 10, 12 more dates coming up. Oh, yeah, nonstop. Um, and it seems like you guys sort of play, um, you've played these areas before, since you guys have started in 2015? About half and half. About oh. half the areas we hit before, and then half of them in new places that uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. haven't had our sleeves and cheese yet. So. Okay. You guys are conquering slowly but surely with the new album. Right, right. Trying to get to the deep woods in this time. So we hit some cities before, but this time I'm trying to get like far up north, you yeah, know, yeah. To the Midwest a bit. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so you guys will be playing on... Um, uh, on August 10th in Cleveland at Maple Grove Tavern, and you guys will be playing in Michigan in Detroit at PJ's Lager House. Um, you guys have gotten very good reviews on your live shows. Uh, Thank you. Picked up this one on Vanya Land, which is, uh, it's, is it a UK blog? Uh, no, that's actually a Boston one. Oh, it's a Boston one. They're awesome. Vanya Land and Michael Morata are awesome. Thank you. Shout out to them. Yeah. They said that. Um, Everyone who experiences the live, the Boston Bam Glam Garage Punk Brigade rants and raves about their stage shows. So, I mean, sounds like fun. Sounds like you should be at the gutter tonight. Um, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Right? We're a little biased, but. Um, A few other highlights. Um, Classic Rock uh, Magazine uh, and I believe um, uh, had some nice words to say um saying that uh the gala is the party you've never been invited to but always dreamt of swirling kaleidoscope of debauchery and decadence that you probably wouldn't survive but you can handle a song at least um (laughs) accurate accurate and you guys were featured on uh blood of rock yep uh in their 247th issue the compilation they released um so yeah, you guys are signed to a Cleveland-based record label. Um, you're starting to play sort of all over. Um, so we mentioned before, uh, Hi-Fi Hepcat have, have been working with you guys since yep. 2016, 15? Yeah, 2015 since the start, yeah. Okay. and That was the first kind of step with our cassette releases and stuff and then once we got in touch with um deadbeat and they got interested in us it was like limited edition seven inches and then you know we didn't know who was going to put out the album but Uh um it just seemed to all work out really well with deadbeat so it all came together and thankfully it did and so do you guys um so uh you you guys manage yourselves uh, to the best of our abilities. <laughs> so, so most of the time. <laughs> so you do. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. So you guys, you, you guys got yourself a record deal with yeah. them. Why, why, why them? They do a lot of punk, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we wanted somebody that was edgy and we wanted somebody that was like worldwide. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. um, we talked to some labels and a lot of them were very, uh, like 
small geographic, like very yep. excited about us, but it was very regional. Okay. Um, we, okay. um, we are ambitious. We are nothing but grind. So right. to us, it's like we want to make it as far as possible. Yeah. Yep. So we wanted somebody that was going to work as hard to get it out there as we are. So they were really excited about it. Tom, shout out to Tom and Deadbeat. They were really super stoked about it. So okay, um, cool. Yeah, cool. Um, so you guys released uh, a video last month. Last month, yeah, for Crybaby, Crybaby, uh, which we'll be playing um, in a few minutes. It was directed and edited by John Douglas Manson. Oh, the one and only. <laughs> and that's a pretty epic name. And it has, right? Right? It, it, it has some... Serial killer quality to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, but the footage was pretty cool. And yeah. you know what it reminded me of? Now, right, now that we talk about it, it almost reminds me of... Do you, do you remember the Raconteurs? Yeah. You remember the Steady As She Goes video? For sure, yeah. yeah. creepy. There's something like gothic about... Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I totally see that. But so, yeah, how did you guys, so it's from the some of the, the footage you guys sampled, I guess, in the video is from One Somerville by John Do Doherty. Is that, is that your choice or, or, or the, what, what was the idea behind the video, I guess? And, <laughs> well, it's, sorry, we're, we're going deep. Yeah, here we go. We're, we're going deep with the gala right now, guys. So it's basically, um, when the album was coming out, we had four videos to make, uh -huh. and we were like, "All right, how can we get as many videos out as possible?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one was actually one of the easiest ones because we knew that "Crybaby" was going to be a single. Uh -huh. We already had live footage of us doing it that was uh -huh. like uh -huh. spot on. Um, and then working with uh, John Douglas Manson, like he does a bunch of directing, and so he's um, short film director. So uh -huh. he actually had footage for a film that he didn't fit that they didn't finish that actually fit the song really well. So he had this idea and we're like, that sounds great. He did uh, a treatment of the two together and we're like, that's it. That's the yeah, video it, right it there. It works really well. Thank you. It, it looked like there was like a old thirties movie thing at first. And then, yeah. And it ends with this car, like uh, leaving a funeral or. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess that's all John Manson original footage. Yeah. That's his footage. That's his footage. Yeah. But how, so, um, he just shoots on film and he's a modern day director. Yeah. yeah he does a lot. Okay. Cause it looks, it does look really like archive original. Like that's what I thought. I'm like, I was like, Oh, like there must've been some stock footage or something, but yeah. there was, there was this and then another video that he just sent like a bunch of like the raw footage and it was like, uh -huh. Oh, this is your footage. Okay. So, and, okay. Okay. So thankfully for us, he had unfinished movies because it worked <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and the rest of it is a video of you guys performing the song. You got it. Yeah. Is that a real show or is that in yeah. a, that was yeah, a show. that was, um, uh -huh. once ballroom, right? Yeah. Earlier this year or last year? No, that was last year. Last year. Together. Early last year. Yeah. yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've heard of that place. That, yeah. That, yeah. It's, it's awesome. An, and are you, so, no, that that you guys aren't playing there, but you guys are playing. Um, uh, no, you're not playing in Somerville. You're playing in Lowell at Uncharted. On yeah, we actually just got a once Somerville show for um, October 26th without the flesh tones of Muck and the Mire. So, oh, yeah, yeah. guys, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, that's a cool one. So, yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what what is it? I mean, you know, it's not really what we should be talking about, but what what's that? Bring it on. What what you know? What what's um. Like, like proto garage, like fuzz rock and roll. Uh -huh. Um, to us, it's like we have this like middle ground that it's like we're all about like the early garage rock, yeah, like the rawness of it, but at the same time, it's like we're all about like the intensity and the attitude of like the punk, 
So somewhere in the middle is like where we kind of fall. So any band that's like somewhere in that spectrum, it's like somewhere they must have influenced us. So yeah. to be able to play with like Muck and the Myers is like yeah. mind blowing because it's like I never thought we'd play with them or like Flesh Tones. It's like that's crazy. Yeah, so you guys have been so th- in 2018. You guys, uh, you guys opened for Pack AD, yeah, yeah. Uh, Muck and the Myers, um, and you guys have gotten a lot of radio attention. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, from Europe and 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 from and honestly, I didn't even know about a lot of these radio stations like in the Massachusetts area, et cetera, which were pretty cool. Yeah, and it seems like you guys are getting a lot of buzz from that. Yeah, we've been super fortunate. Yeah. Boston's one of those places too that it's like a really big melting pot. Uh-huh, that it's like uh-huh. it's so dense and there's not enough venues, but there's nothing but colleges and radio stations. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you literally have just every four years new people with new radio stations, but then like no places for bands to play. Yeah. So it's by the time that you're a band that gets somebody's attention, it's like they're all in on you. Right, 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 right. Um so I guess, yeah, to you were talking about, you know, sort of where your sound is rooted. Um, sometimes when I when I was listening to the music, I could hear a bit of Blondie. I don't know if that for sure. That I've heard that yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay, I, uh, Mission of Burma a bit. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, another that. Boston band. Yeah. Um, uh, this well, I was just bringing this up. The Caesars, just really because of the. So you were saying it's a farfisa that mm-hmm. you use when you. Yeah. On, on on most of the these songs on everything on this album yeah and, and so you have it with you on tour yes wow <laughs> yeah it's a pain in the ass <laughs> but you, it's worth it <laughs> how do you um, take care of that how do you what what is it in it's in a like metal box I guess or yeah it's you? in a wood box okay um, and that yeah everybody yeah. likes to put their drinks on <laughs> people do love to put their drinks on it at shows which is you, you always need that kind of stuff yeah. you, you, you never know what you, you end up needing on tour <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and then i have um a couple backups at home in case anything goes wrong but okay. they do yeah we we turn them on um you, you gotta turn them on every week or else notes start going bad and we have some backup <laughs> uh cards um in case we need to to fix things okay as it goes but it is it is vintage gear, so it's tricky. Have you guys had any like horror stories with it so far? Not yet. Yeah. Not with the guitar. With the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Guitar yeah. has been really? a nightmare. I've had an amp die in the middle of a show. <laughs> that sucks. It's literally the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, in all honesty, like once Amp dies and once you change it, it's like how much worse could it get? Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> true. dies again. Right, right, <laughs> right. That's true. No, I, yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> down um so um yeah i guess maybe this is a good time to talk a bit about um i guess because you were you were saying you guys actually uh well maybe this is not something i'll share but do it uh, do it do it well you guys slipped in the van last night which is <laughs> oh, yeah! something that's, that's yeah. pretty commendable yeah. thank you thank you we left the show and drove here yeah it was fun Powered on uh, Red Bulls and Uncrustables. Yeah. yeah, wow. I bought 60 bucks worth of Red Bull before we <laughs> Damn. It was good. Red Bull, if you guys are listening. Yeah. 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 Hit us up. Here. Get in touch. Um, yes. So uh, can you guys maybe tell us a bit more about, uh, I guess, how you guys met? Um, you guys basically kind of released the song. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And started playing shows on the back of that. Um, you were telling me you used to 
play in different bands. Yep. Uh, yeah. So what what were the band names? What were the the uh, who was in what, etc. Run us through through all of that. So basically, it was uh, I, I guess it, it all the singularity is like a Monday night at Charlie's Kitchen in Boston. Uh, Justin and Emily were in a band, Designer Drugs. Uh-huh. Um, Becca and I were in a band, Liberation Day. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like you know, it's like bands. It's like it, it's the coolest people you can find. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. like at the time, it's like you got some cool people and stuff. When we met them, it was like. Right off the bat, we just knew it was like, oh, we listen to the same music. Yeah. It's like my kind of people. Me so and the guitarists were in the car doing drugs. At the time. I think I was watching. Emily texted us. I like, was watching. You gotta, you gotta come up. You gotta see this band. <laughs> They're amazing, and they were. It, it's it's one of those things that it was just like we stayed in contact and we swapped a bunch of shows uh-huh. and then as bands ended we always like we bounced around the idea. It just the timing wasn't right, yeah. and then finally none of us had anything going on and it was just like this perfect nexus point that it was yeah. like well let's just ruin our lives and that, like... really, that really is the life of the band musician i feel like yeah um you just kind of swing from branch to branch and and you you hope you enjoy it right totally well also too it's like you don't like if there's another band going on it's like you don't want to just like swoop in and snag half their band yeah, you know yeah. so it's like although although it happens yeah. but you know oh yeah of course what I mean, a you can't miss a good world, opportunity the world but, of music right um, so let's talk about more stuff i mean you guys i saw you guys had some so the the new record bad news uh is available uh, in all formats, uh, you guys have really cool LPs. Oh, thank that you. You made for them. Yeah. Uh, they're super trippy colors, and uh, you have different versions of them. I, or is it just? Uh, it's just the one. It's just the one, but it's um, it's, it's double sided. So double-sided. one side is like the uh, more like kind of like putrid green, and uh, one is kind of like more of like a vomity kind of orange. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, we lucked <laughs> it, out with that. Wax Mage at um. Wax Mage Records that got a groove. They really went above and beyond for those limited editions. Uh, 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 um, we had a we had a rough idea for them because we wanted it to match the artwork that was done by uh, Darren Marinuk. Yeah, um, he was like the first like super sought after person that we like really courted. We were like, we'd love for you to do the artwork. So to make the special edition like kind of something similar seemed natural. Uh-huh. Um, we just didn't know how it was going to come off. We didn't know if they were going to do it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was all up in the air. So really, like, we just kind of hoped and we asked really nicely. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, then... Yeah. For uh, ridiculous things. For ridiculous <laughs> things. So, like, we tried... Like, there was all kinds of things. We didn't know if the um, the hearts were actually going to be in the record. Uh-huh, so, like, there uh-huh. was, like, we tried... Um, like putting like little like flat um little uh, hearts inside like the sleeve itself uh-huh. so that when you opened it it barfed out terrible idea <laughs> terrible idea it whooped the rec like it whooped the sleeve of the record it gets stuck in the corners yeah, it, like yeah, did yeah, not yeah, work yeah, at yeah. all but it's like anything with art it's like you know 10% of it doesn't work but if you don't try it yeah. the cool things that you would never think would work that did work you wouldn't have done yeah like it made me think like so you guys have cassettes I mean do you, what, does that has that have you guys surprised yourselves with how these circulate and like for sure uh, how uh, they kind of are like a little ambassador to you know your your. it's your, really interesting because like it seems to be like different formats um, reach different people. Uh-huh. And I, like, I, it sounds like really intuitive to say that, but like when you think of it, like it, what didn't cross our mind, like when we did our first release, um, 
we did a seven inch because we were like, oh, like it would be really cool to do a seven inch. Like yeah. that was awesome. And then we did a cassette EP because we were like, oh, a cassette is the cheapest and coolest way <laughs> to fit three songs on there. So right, right. it was it was all like really like utility. But we, what we found out was that it reached different people. So like there's like this really like um, huge like vinyl fetish um, scene that's like especially on like Instagram that like yeah, yeah. I follow like, all these dudes like they'll post the. Dumbest fucking record, <laughs> right? Um, from Thailand or whatever, right? Yeah, like seven in a row, and it's like but the it's, craziest stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, and like, obviously, like, um, this is the first time with the full length that we went for CDs. CDs, uh, uh, uh. it just seemed like very like normal so yeah. i guess we kind of stayed away from it but it's been very <laughs> successful people like cds yeah uh, right right but then like the same with the um cassettes too like the cassettes like we didn't think that the cassettes would be more than a novelty uh, but it's like if you drive a car that has a cassette player it's like right that's how you're gonna listen to music yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it having all of it really helps like i feel like reach a broader amount of people uh, and yeah i was gonna ask like what I saw you guys like did a poll for uh, when a merch item on your yeah. paper <laughs> papers or it was either rolling papers or a, a mirror. Yeah, mirror. Yeah, I still so. want the rolling papers. Yeah, the, the rolling papers. You can't go wrong with those. That's you what really I'm cannot. saying. You cannot. See, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, the big thing is like getting it to be so that like we like it because like a lot of these places they want to do like cheapo ones and so like they want to do like um like cheap rice paper or something like that it's like you gotta have like the not bleach it's gotta be like high quality right right you don't want to be junk you know not non-novelty right um so you know so so far we said you know you you released uh two eps two singles on hi-fi hepcat which is based in boston and the new record bad news is out on deadbeat um is there um any cool stuff that's come out of that outside of having somebody help you release the music? Any like bands that you really like on those labels or <sighs> is there any features that you guys like? Well, I guess it's a bit different, you know, in the rock scene, but, um, what, what, how is that, has that extended kind of your community in any way? Or? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, in Boston, it's like, there's really like not that many. So it's like, there's maybe us and then like, you know, four or five other rock bands. Uh-huh. It's like maybe like two or three of them are actually good. Uh, so it's like you have to go, um, you know, it's like you feel like you're alone in a sea of right. like of nothing. Right. So it's like Boston wouldn't pay attention to us at all. Mm-hmm. But then once we landed a label in Cleveland, Boston was like, oh, like, cool. So I feel like with bands like that, it's really helped. Like uh, the latest on Deadbeat is um, Poison Boys from Chicago. Okay. And they're the coolest. They're so awesome. And uh, they're coming here um, July 31st. Okay. And it, like they're Boston one of those. Boston here. Boston. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Say Boston. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, so, they might so, be coming to Brooklyn. I think they're coming to Brooklyn yeah, I would, too. I but, would think they are. But we're playing with them in Boston. Sorry. <laughs> okay. But yeah. But uh they're super awesome and especially too like hearing something like that it's like it definitely makes you feel like a lot less alone yeah cool um so i guess let's let's play a tiny bit more music from you guys uh let's play play crybaby sweet um and then let's play boy and i think maybe after that we'll we'll get to um your picks of the day sounds great um we've got some cool stuff coming up uh janie jones by the clash um i just want to have something to do by the ramones um the pros and cons of dying by naked aggression 
I did not even know that band and they're very cool. Um, so let's, uh, let coming up next, we're going to play, um, cry baby by the gala off their upcoming album, bad news, or their already recently released album, bad news. Um, check it out. Cry baby.
You're listening to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm subbing in for Tom Gallo today, and we have the gala with us. Um, thanks for coming, guys. So we just Thank played. You for us. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, we just played Janie Jones uh, by The Clash, and that was Emily. Um, that was your pick, Emily. It was. Um, so. You guys should know Emily sings in the gala, and uh, do you wanna do you wanna tell us a tiny bit more about uh, your story with the song? What you like about it? I do. Uh, that song, I picked that song because it was the first band that I was in. Uh-huh. That was like the first cover song, really, that we learned and performed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. our guitar player, I feel like, was heavily influenced by The Clash. Like, that was his number one. And I mean, I had heard of them before, of course, who hasn't? But it was when I was in the band with him that, you know, we listened to them nonstop. Uh-huh. And yeah, um, yeah, I learned that song. That was like the first cover song that I learned. And I feel like, this isn't why I picked it, but it's a very Justin bass line. So it feels very appropriate. And I don't know. I it's got, mean, yeah. Good things. And I feel I, like it's got the that energy. Oh yeah, yeah, it's got really good energy. I mean, it's it's not, a, I feel like that's a pretty hard song to, to cover first. Um, but cool. So I'm glad we, we played that. The Clash for the Best. Um, we're going to play a Ramon song next. And whose pick was that? That was mine. Okay, so that was Chris's pick. Um, uh, I guess let's play it. And then, uh, actually, you want to tell us now a bit? What, yeah, sure. What let's dive into it. it. Um, to me, it's like the Ramones, it's like the ultimate like anti-authority. Uh-huh. You know, it's uh-huh. just like, it's not supposed to be cool music. Yeah. But somehow it's ended up on like so many people's t shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh-huh, it's uh-huh. literally the best songs. Like all my favorite parts of like Little Richard, Jerry Lee Lewis, it's like right there. Yeah. Chuck Berry, it's like right there. Um, but it's faster and it's uh-huh, cooler uh-huh, and it's got the leather uh-huh. jackets. It's like, how can you not love it? Um this song, it's like I always think of the beginning of um of Rock and Roll High School when you first see the Ramones. Yeah. It's like coming on like the convertible. It's like that's the coolest. And like the song yeah. sums up like pretty much my adolescent years up until now my 30s uh-huh. so I, I still haven't shucked that feeling so. yeah it's an awesome song let's hear it um, I just want to have something to do by the Ramones
So that was uh, Naked Aggression uh, by The Pros and Cons of Dying. It was actually um, not the song Justin chose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but no, it's really cool. It's so better than what he chose. The album's like amazing. And uh-huh. I, um, when me and Emily were in um, a band, uh, half the band was in upstate New York. Half the band was in um, Boston. So uh-huh. regularly every weekend I'd like travel out to um, upstate. Uh-huh. And this was like well past Albany. And then some, um, and that album I'd always play, and it was just like, it's just like front to back, um, just got me going uh, when I was going yeah. to and from, and just kind of a like really sad story about the the band was, uh, well, I won't get into it. No, no, no get yeah. into it, get into it. Yeah, I was pretty. So they're from the '90s, right? And they're from LA. Yeah, seems like from reading about them, they're kind, they're kind of political. political yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think they. Um, they they formed as a protest to um oh was it operation Re- rescue um and um and then it just sort of took off a, a, um as a band and from what i understand um it was a husband and wife and the husband was asthmatic and um ended up uh dying from an asthma attack after a show so from playing the show so pretty crazy it's pretty intense yeah 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 and how, how many albums do they have out i have i don't know. Yeah. Um, that's from uh, Gut Ring Machine, um, okay. which is really just my favorite album ever. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed listening to it. So let's thanks for for that pick, Justin. And sorry about um, so the the actual song that you you wanted to play is the pros and cons of dying. I think that one was mislabeled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pros and cons of dying. Yeah. Uh, by Naked Aggression. So uh, the next pick is Dream Hits by 45 Graves, which is an awesome song, too. Um, and whose pick was that? That was That's mine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so that was uh, Nick's pick. Right? Dave. Dave. Oh, God. Sorry. Okay. Close enough. Close yeah. enough. Very close. Um, I've been called worse, man. Dave Pietro. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing that, great. That makes me feel good. Dave, Dave Pietro Forte on yeah. drums. Who <laughs> did? Uh, uh, Definitely not Nick. Um, <laughs> so he, Might be. he chose uh, Dream Hits by 45 Graves. Let's play it. Um, and you can tell us a bit about the band and stuff after. Cool. Cool. 
That was Dream Hits by 45 Graves. A really good song. Um, so, um, Dave, can you tell us a tiny bit about why you chose this song? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've always been a fan of the 45 Grave. And uh, actually, the, one of the first times I saw the gala before I joined the band, uh-huh. um, they kind of just reminded me of them right off the bat. You know what I mean? Just their performance, very theatrical, powerful, just and like that slight, you know, little hint of brutality and yeah, being yeah. spooky without being spooky, you know, yeah, pretty good. So that's why I chose it. Yeah, I would say, you know, it, it is, uh, there's a, a bit of a theme of, of um, I guess, you know, uh, well, I guess, um, uh, uh, yeah, I guess rawness and, um, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I feel like you guys bring out a, a kind of a, 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 have a darker sound, but, uh, that's very melodic. Absolutely. Um, very and, poppy at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like a. And it's interesting. I don't know much about LA punk from, you know, the eighties and the nineties. And it's funny to hear all this really kind of left field, uh, and melodic stuff. Um, so we're going to finish, uh, with house of the rising sun. Ooh. Um, uh, Rebecca's choice. Um, and thank you guys so much for being here. You guys are playing at the gutter tonight. Yeah. Um, uh, with potentially lobster and Castle and, Black. Uh, Castle Black. And Castle Who's Black. Who's doing a video screening, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, video release tonight, yeah. And, uh, what time are you guys on? We are on last, I believe. So, um, 11 or midnight. Or 11. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much Just to Gala. To Listen to, uh, their new album, Bad News, uh, it's just released March 1st on Deadbeat Records. Excellent songs. Really fun, high-energy punk music. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks for having Thank us. You. We'll see you soon, I'm sure. Yeah. Have a great show tonight. And uh, good luck on the rest of your tour. Thank you so much, Thank man.